This is the Weekly Scramble, a place where we chat about life over a cold one or two. It's time to belly up to the pod with Mike Fratelloni and your host, Chris Reavers. Well, well, well. How many said we couldn't make it 10 years, Michael? It's Chris Reavers. It's Mike Fratelloni. It's the official, unofficial 10-year anniversary of the Beer Show and the Weekly Scramble. How are you, sir? Reavers, thank you for doing this. What a fun 10 years. No one, including you and me, thought we could make it. I didn't think we'd make 10 episodes. Yes. And I didn't I'm really think joking. we'd make 10 minutes, because as soon as we started, <laughs> someone said, well, Brian can't do this show again. You remember that? The genesis from our first show, Brian Alton? Joe. Joe. Joe Excuse Alton. me, Brian yeah. is dad. How, how, how quickly I forget. It's okay. Joe was doing the show as the as the guest host, the sidekick, my right. position, and then someone said, well, you can't do that. That's a conflict of interest. So then he had to leave. Right. And then, so I technically am just nine years and 51 weeks, because my 10th year anniversary will be next week. Okay. I, I wasn't on the first show. And we do. On, well, I'm glad you mentioned Joe, because Joe was the initial partner of the beer show. And, you know, he we still run into him often, uh, whether it's mostly at the state fair, but Joe's a really good dude. So I'm glad you mentioned him. His dad, Brian, is a really good guy, too. I don't know Brian, Brian, but I'll yes, take your word for it. He's a very it. nice guy. So we made the decision to invite some old friends. Uh, we've got our buddy Bartley Bloom from Bent Bruce Distillery here in studio. Hello, yes. sir. Hi, I'm officially and unofficially honored to be here. Good. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> and uh, our buddy Ryan from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits is also here. Your partner, Tom, is shortly en route. He'll be here soon, but cheers to 10 years, guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's 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 cool. Uh, you know, I, I've often said this about broadcasting, and not to get too corny, but I'm, I'm a tad bit emotional today, but it's it is kind of fun that you get to call this a career, right? You know, I get asked all the time, how do you get into it? I'm going to be honest. I got no bleeping idea how I got into this. You know, I I applied for an internship, worked my way up, and now I was nice enough that 15 and a half years ago, the Hubbard family said, hey, we might hire this kid. That's fine. So it's cool that you get to do this as a career, and I'm not blind to that fact whatsoever. But to do this in in part with you guys over the course of time, it's it's been a joy. So thank you guys for coming in today. You're welcome. And I also have a different theory as to how you got into this <laughs> and why you're still into it. And I think a lot of it has to do with your psychologically unemployable in any other field. That's probably <laughs> that pretty really accurate, the, to be the honest. Truth, the truth behind it. I've if he wondered, wants to keep eating, he has to keep doing this. What if they got rid of me? What the hell? hell would I do for a living? I, I have know. no I mean, idea. I do the same thing. People ask me, how do you, what do you do? How do you get into this? I was like, well, you know, I'll, I'll sell you a brewery if you want. Right. Uh, that's how you get into it. Um, but it is a, the difficult thing. It's uh, you, sometimes you walk backwards into it and it just fits and you stay. And that's when you know it's right is when you stay in that business for that long. Mm-hmm. So, so cheers let, to you for being in the, for that long. Let's let's get an update then. I know I, I often get asked about both of you guys, you know, just based on things that have happened since, you know, everything, the world changed the world back changed in uh, years, early man. of 2020. So let's start with you, Bartley. How is Bent Brustillery doing? Oh, uh, we're doing great. Um, we're, uh, since BC, you know, our levels are are going back up again after the big fall. Um, I don't know if you call it the, the big, big fall. The big COVID fall, as we're Right, saying. the BC, the DC, and now I guess we're PC, even though we're not very PC. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you know, we don't measure time anymore by the life and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. We measure time by Corona, before Corona, <laughs> BC, dur- during Corona, DC, um, and after, maybe it's AC, mm. so or DC, AC, post-Corona, mm. um, but things are going really well. I mean, people are, are, are already back out. I mean, right away, the first day, people were already starting to come back out, and now things are just building, and we're getting more and more people. There's still a lot that we haven't seen again. They just 
hoveled in and have not come back out to see the light yet, and that's fine. You know, you do you, but things are going great. Things are going really good at the brewery. We've got a lot of great events. We just had a huge car show last weekend. Cool. Um, bent before the 50s. Um, hopefully they don't get upset about us ripping on their name, but um, it was a bunch of MSRA guys and all that. They wanted to do something the weekend before, so we threw a big big shindig for them. Cool. So, turned out great. Turned out great. Well, and I had, you you and Michael were talking about this as I had to go get Ryan down in the, uh, down in the, the waiting room, as we'll call it, but I do have a theory on that about you, you saying that people haven't come back in full yet. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if part of it is, and I'm just looking at my own personal existence where I've got now two boys playing travel baseball. The fact mm-hmm. that if we get, last night was one of the first nights in weeks that we did not have something. And I couldn't tell you how much I was just looking forward to going home. But also this just in, budgets are tight right now with basically mm-hmm. everybody. So I'm wondering if, the, if if you guys are noticing that, all three of you guys are noticing that as people involved in the business game. So I don't know. You guys take it in any direction you want. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, for us, you know, we inflation has been crazy. You know, sure. A lot of money printing happened, DC. That, mm. That's what we're calling it. Um, and so we've seen that while people are being a little bit, you know, more discretionary with what they're buying, I, I would say that they're still spending. Sure, um, and remember, remind everybody, you you own and run liquor stores. That's correct. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So uh, owner, co-owner with Tom, who again will be here shortly of Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits. We have a location in South Minneapolis as well as White Bear Lake, downtown White Bear. So did you have to shut down during COVID? No, it was a little different for us, yes. as you may have heard. Yeah. So yeah. we, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd love to say it was, it was perfect. I think a lot of people think that, you know, it was just this, this fantastic time for off-sale liquor because we were doing a lot of sales. You did have those pesky riots to deal with. We did have some riots and, and our <laughs> Minneapolis store was highly affected by that. Um, you know, is pretty brutal in terms of the amount of looting that we sustained. Um, but even outside of that, you know, just when you can stay open during mm-hmm. global pan- pandemic, it turns out that employees are still very uh, uh, hesitant to come in. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Sure. And so well, they think they're going to die. And there's a lot of anxiety around that. And you, did, yeah, and you that, didn't know. You know? Right, exactly. you didn't know if you were going to die. Right, so it wasn't it wasn't a cakewalk, but we did you know I guess financially well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did really well because we were positioned to facilitate a high volume of delivery at that time. Mm-hmm. I know that uh, listeners of the show probably remember us promoting our delivery even even before COVID. Oh, yeah. So yeah. we were ready to go, yeah. and we scaled very quickly. We went from doing I don't know a dozen orders a week to we topped out around a thousand orders in one week. Holy and that was, crap! And that was literally overnight. I'm not kidding. But we didn't we didn't drive these orders ourselves. We had mm-hmm. integrated Uber and uh, and DoorDash into our, uh, our into our web store. So sure. it was a seamless integration. So we did well. I'm not I'm not going to deny that. But you know what we've been doing now is making a point to kind of zig when others are zagging Mm -hmm. and we're going you know with some really aggressive sales now kind of inflation busters so to say so i think that you know people are looking for that you know to to answer your Mm -hmm. question they're looking for deals they want to make sure that they're getting the most for the dollar and i don't blame them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah i I just i think the world since covid right and this is not a covid conversation solely but people have just done things different barley Remember when we'd be at your place late at night mm-hmm. and people would be there drinking? Yeah. And now I'll go to a bar and it's empty at 930 at night. Yeah. And you're like, what is going on? Where is everybody? We're still open till 11, but it usually clears out by 10. It clears out by 10. Yeah. And that was never the case exactly. pre-COVID. It was always people were there while we're sweeping and mopping. Sure. And you're, and you're <laughs> and trying to get them yeah. out the door. Yeah. Why do you think that is? I mean, do you think people just understood that home is comfortable? 
and or I, I just can't quite figure it out. I don't yeah. know what it is. Oh, probably a lot of that, and and probably a lot of uh, safety. I mean, no matter where you go, there's a carjacking happening. Mm-hmm. They're happening at Rosedale Mall, mm-hmm. um, which has always been generally regarded as pretty safe. Sure. Um, and now that's happening there too. Well, one happened, and now they've. Mm-hmm installed um, readers for your license plate. So everyone who goes in there, their license plate is red Mm -hmm. and gone through uh, and run through BCI. You know what would be really cool is if every time my wife pulled in there, I'd get an alert on my phone. So you can cancel the credit cards and credit cards. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So there's a little bit of both, I think. You know, it's making people earlier. This might be anecdotal too, for me at least, but maybe you guys have seen this. I think there's a certain amount of fatigue with alcohol right mm-hmm. now too i think people are just being i couldn't a little, agree more a little bit more measured yep. with their intake since yep. the pandemic everyone kind of overdid it um you know we saw it in our numbers and uh and now we're just seeing people pivot to well for one just lower abv beers mm-hmm. uh we see a ton of that or non-alcoholic uh, or non-alcoholic mm-hmm. that's yep. huge or thc drinks mm-hmm. which I, I think we'll talk a little bit about later but people are just looking for something different and and i think toning it down a little bit because it was a couple years of uh, indulgence, I guess. When we went, if we go back the 10 years and we look at the trends that we saw in the beer, mm-hmm. first of all, when we started and they said, oh, you do a show about beer. And it's like, yeah, because mm-hmm. every day we can have a brand new brewery on, mm-hmm. you know, once a week we can have a brand new brewery on. You, you guys were, you know, Tom and Ryan were bringing them in because they, they had the liquor store business and Bartley, of course, was our resident brewer, right? So we would just talk to someone new every week and it would be a double IPA, a double Bach, a, a hazy. I mean, these trends were just nonstop. And I I think, because I'm a little older than you guys, I experienced that, man, I can't drink these things anymore. I can't have a 600-calorie beer five times a night. That's, like, just too much for me. I just can't do it. I'm just literally filled. So I was begging for those ultra, ultra low ABV beers. Plus, I like to keep my head about me, right? I was begging for for them six, seven years ago. But it took forever to get there. Mm -hmm. And I wonder if it's just, like... You know, Ryan, you, you see a lot of stuff that's coming into the market. Are there brand new breweries that are starting today that you're giving any shelf space to? Because you used to be the king of that, right? Mm-hmm. So everybody knew had a chance to get their beer on your shelves. We still do. Okay. We still do. We give anyone anyone a shot. And, you know, there's there's a lot of breweries that haven't really stayed up with the trends or, or you know, maybe are not making the same quality of beer that they used to do. That happens, right? Sure. I mean, brewers move on. They go to different uh, breweries, and, and sometimes they go to new breweries. And of course, we want to you know follow the quality beer. So yep. we'll, we'll absolutely bring new people in. Um, the haze craze that you refer to—that's still alive. Still I mean, alive. It's just not what it was, and, and, and for the reasons you said. I Probably because Reavers started to drink seltzers <laughs> yeah, instead of yeah. hazy IPAs. <laughs> yes, the bottom <laughs> fell out once Reavers transitioned. Um, but no, it's just you know we, we want to give everyone a fair shot uh, to, especially when their beer is good, to get on our shelves. So you know if you own a brewery and you're not at Elevated, reach out to us. You know we'll, we're happy to sample or uh, you know at least uh, you know give it a stab. Do you have someone new that we don't know about? Uh, we've got a lot of new stuff, uh, but one I'll point out in particular is kind of an oldie that's now on our shelves, and I brought their beer here today, and that's Dangerous Man. In, oh, nice in, in cans, right? So oh, that's right. Well, how long have they been distributing? Uh, I want to say a couple months now. So, and, and and I know Rob had had sworn that he would never. Yeah, that was his. Rob big and Sarah, thing. they said they they would go, you know, tap room only. <laughs> but after the pandemic, I think even they thought, hey, maybe having you know some some reach outside of the tap room was probably sure. a good thing. You know, they make incredible beer. But even this, right? I brought Danger Light. You know, it's a again, it's another four point two percent light lager, which a, a lot of people are going to. Everybody that said they'd never in those last ten years, yes, 
has done everything that, you know, we'll never make a seltzer. It's like, well, watch. 50% of your business is going to be seltzer. <laughs> right. I mean, I, Bartley, that had to have happened to you, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Although no, you were... I never you, said I never No, would. you were smart enough to say, hey, yeah. wait. No. What do you mean? Two people asked for a seltzer? Let's make because a seltzer. You're, you're looking right. at the yeah, one guy that would never say, yeah, I will no, never. No, he said, no, oh, that would be at the forefront of that. No, I'm sorry. You can record this. We will never make a pumpkin spice beer. That I know you will not do. We will not that do sounds that. Sounds delicious. And you're welcome, Ryan. You know, all <laughs> liquor you. stores. Well, you know, they thank us for that because they've got so many of them already. Bartley, mm. let me do one quick thing, really, really, really quick. I'm going to pull a first. Are you guys ready? Uh-oh. I am going to do a first here, where I'm going to leave the room, and because you three have a lot to catch up on, and I, and I, because I'm going to go get Tom right now. It'll just take a minute or two. But I want to, I want to now leave the room. Because the one time I let Mike host the show, it was a complete and utter disaster. <laughs> That's true. I think I co-hosted that one. <laughs> yeah, that was a scary one. So continue you your thoughts, and I'll too, be right back. even worse. And <laughs> just for those of you that are, maybe are unfamiliar with the way that we used to do the show, Bartley over here, our good friend Bartley, is the only person in the history of AM 1500's beer show that I had to dump because he dropped the F-bomb. So yeah. you don't, even though we're a podcast, please don't swear. I have been drinking quite a bit at that time. And, uh, did, yeah, to give the visual, like, so we were on AM Fifteen hundred, right on a radio station, mm-hmm. terrestrial radio, and I remember um, like wondering, like everything was timed out. There was no let's pause, let's rewind and do that. People would say, "Oh, where do you record that?" I'm like, "We, we don't record that. That is a live show. We are doing it right now." And it was so different. I think the the feeling for me doing AM radio was electric because it was so mm-hmm. nerve wracking. Right? Podcast seems a little different. You, you, if you if you really said something ignorant, you could stop. Right? right. Although I, I'm going to say this in the history of of Reavers and I doing the weekly scramble podcast that's that morphed from 1500. Uh, you know, the, the Breer show become the weekly scramble. I don't think one time we've ever paused and, and we just, we've never edited a show. We just do it. We were lucky enough not to swear. I do have a segment that my wife uh, loves. It's a segment called Mike makes his wife mad again segment, which is good because <laughs> I'll always tell a, a story and she says, all I do is lie about her. I think she's gaslighting me because I think she's trying to tell me that I'm the problem and she might be the problem. See, this is another segment of me making my wife mad. Well, there you go. I mean, even unintentionally. Yeah. Yes. What, did you, what did you pour us, uh, Bartley? Well, the first one I poured actually is, again, kind of along that same line of lighter beers. This is a uh, hmm. premium Czech style pills. So it's a, a nice Czech lager, um, Ooh, wow. 5% ABV. Is the it was again a lighter beer, easy to drink. Now the second one, this one looks like orange juice. Mm-hmm. That's Nerds. It tastes like Nerds. Yeah, it's so that's really it, it, good. It's like tastes like sour candy. It's really good. you know. So Please this tell is me another it's, one it's that's low also calorie and in oh sure zero calories, zero okay, good. Uh, gluten, zero <laughs> everything. Really it's good. also dolphin safe. Yeah. Oh good, dolphin friendly. Good. Yeah, good. so um, no whales were harmed in the making of this either. So, so can I come, I can buy that at, obviously, your tap room yep. in Roseville. Yep. But can I get that off the shelf anywhere? Yes. We have, uh, well, hundreds of, of liquor stores and uh, bars that we have around the, the metro as well as all the way up to Duluth, Mankato, close to St. Cloud, mm-hmm. um, all over the place. Um, right now, it's probably on tap at First Draft in Minneapolis. Okay. Um, if I'm not mistaken, but uh, these things go in and out so fast. See, that's what's it's unique about you, you is everybody will have Nordic Blonde in their liquor stores, mm-hmm. or many people have Nordic Blonde. I right. assume, I assume mm-hmm. Ryan, you do. Um, but you make so many 
oh, you know, I'm not going to say one-off beers, but beers that are kind of in and out. Yeah, right? they are. Yeah, for that, that is actually the right word. They are okay. one-off beers. We make it once, and then um, it's never made again. Okay. And we've got a whole line of these things that they just come and go. We name it whatever we think is kind of funny and catchy because we're kind of smart. Asses about what we do. When um, was the last one-off that became in regular rotation? What was the last one? Well, never. Never? Okay, no. never. And it, it's actually so been the opposite way. Maroon, We've had some ones. Bold wasn't a one-off? Did that was a seasonal. Okay. And then now that's going away. Okay. Um, we had Gigalupin. That was a triple IPA. Super delicious. Great beer. Everyone loved it, but everyone had it before. Okay. So it got to where we don't do it anymore. You know, it's simple as that. Um, if, right, so if no one's going to buy it, we're not going to sell it. So yeah, nothing yeah. started on fire. No. Everything seemed to have worked okay. Bartley didn't swear. No. So, well, I think uh, he might have actually. <laughs> not any word that really mattered. Yes. It wasn't um, a bad one. But I went to go get our buddy Tom from Elevated, Ryan's part, business partner there at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. How are you with your sunglasses oh on, sir? Oh, my gosh. I'm doing really good today. <laughs> it's another beautiful day in Minnesota. Nice. Nice. Well, we were just kind of getting basically a status update on on how everybody's doing, but you know, pre-COVID, post-COVID, during COVID, now that we've kind of seen the light. So I've asked Michael this question, and this might be a bit loaded for you guys, but I don't care. I've asked Michael this question these last few years that we've been doing the show, because I'm worried about my city, right? I, you, We're not going to skirt around this issue. The, the city has issues, and we all know that. Do we ever see it coming back to, let's say, 2019, the city itself in general? And I know it's a loaded question, but I'm, I'm genuinely curious to get your guys' perspective on this. And any one of you can take it any way you want. Mike, you're even allowed to to chime in here because I, I pretty much know your opinion. Thank you. Yeah. That I was would, nice of you. <laughs> I would jump in and say, I hope so. Right. Me too. I, I mean, yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't me know. Too. I don't control that. I, I wish I had, you know, more to, to do with. But if know. anybody has a vested interest, it's the four of you, you know, For sitting sure. in this room. You guys are the definition of small, the backbone of this city. So yeah. Great committed local small business owners. And we love South Minneapolis. And, I know, you, know you do. Yeah, our, exactly. our part of South Minneapolis so far has been pretty good. I, I can say, you know, we had the the, the looting that we referred to sure. earlier uh, in, in summer of 2020. We've not had a break-in since, I want to say, summer of 2021. So it's been a couple of years, knock on wood. Um, that said, we also have bars all over our windows now, so that, <laughs> might, way have, that might have something to do with <laughs> yeah. it. Uh, but generally speaking, I don't, I don't feel like we've seen a, a crime surge in our part of South Minneapolis. So, you know, that, that's good. But that said, you know, we are looking to expand and we actually, uh, we can't talk about specifics, but we're, we're opening up another store. Nice. And I would say, you know, part of that is just to try to get some, you know, uh, difference in geographic location, right? Because we, we, you need to spread out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, for us to have all of our, most of our eggs in, in South Minneapolis is just not probably the smartest move anymore. Mm-hmm. So we want to bring our business and, and, you know, what we do with, with Elevated to, to other cities. So third location on the way, hopefully we can come back and talk about that. That'd be awesome. No. Once we have a signed lease. You, you but, guys uh, all know you always have an open invitation. But yeah, you know, we're doing what we can as, as businessmen to just sort of insulate ourselves from some of the, some of the issues that, that the city has brought on. Okay. I know the Fratelloni's um, has only been broken into twice in Uptown and on Lake Street, right, recently. And both times when I was there in the middle of the night, because I get those calls, so I have to go in the middle of the night, and I go to our camera system. And let me just see if any of you guys can guess the one item stolen out of our stores by someone breaking in, same guy, two different stores, two weeks apart. Again, 
in the middle of the night. He could have done it at 10 o'clock, right? It, then I could have yeah. been there at 10, 15, <laughs> gone to bed at one. But instead, it's in the middle of the night. Can anybody guess what he stole and the only thing he stole from us? Garden hose. No. Any other guesses? A Weber grill. No. <laughs> That'd be too... I'm thinking something small that he could put in a pocket. Yes. I'll, you'll never guess, but it's, it's the one and only Pokemon cards. Wow. So he would oh smash through our doors, do thousands of dollars worth of damage <laughs> to run in and raid our Pokemon card displays and then go out and stand right near our stores because we have them on camera. Opening the Pokemon cards as fast as he can, looking for the one card that's worth three thousand bucks. Wow! And it oh. is shockingly stupid. Oh I'm like, are you got to be kidding me? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, come on in and just steal them during the day. Don't break our door down. You know, <laughs> tell to point to one of our our team members and say, "Oh my God, look at that!" And as we're turned around, just pocket all of them, but save the doors and save me from having to go there in the middle of the night. Right? <laughs> I guess I didn't hear about how the, wasn't it the, the employees that, that make these cards were picking off all the rares before they even went in the Oh, packs. really? <laughs> yeah. There's a big scandal around that. That makes a lot of sense. Tom, what? do you normally work in the uh, the South Minneapolis store or the White Bear store? You know, it, it, it varies. Tom, sorry, you got to pull that mic closer it, to your face. It varies, face. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of based on need. I, I go back and forth. I'm always at one at both of the stores mm-hmm. every week. So um, that being said, you know, I, I'll echo a lot of the things we've talked about with Minneapolis. You know, we're, we're in a good spot. I think we're optimistic about the future and, and continuing it in investing in our business there. You know, anecdotally, you try and buy a house in Minneapolis, mm. you got 15 minutes. Yep. Yeah, it's um, sold out quick. Before and, it's yeah, gone. Yeah. So there's some, you know, I don't, you know, know everything, but there, there's some uh, dichotomy there of, of what's sure. going on, if, if it's a hellscape or if it's a, a booming real estate market. That's um, interesting that you say that because we talk about on the Weekly Scramble, right? The Beer Show mm-hmm. became the Weekly Scramble, which is the yep. sister podcast to Garage Logic. And Garage Logic, which is our mothership, they really, you guys look at Minneapolis in, as as going down, right? You see it as a Titanic. and Out of concern. Out, out of concern. Not as in, ha ha, we got you. And I yeah. made the comment, like, if you just kept your ears shut, it would feel a lot like normal, right? Although you do hear a lot more helicopters flying around, you, you do hear more sirens and stuff. Well, but it, to Tom's point, I mean, houses are impossible to buy still. Almost. Yeah, and I guess I should qualify that because mm-hmm. Minneapolis is a big city too, mm-hmm. right? And I think a lot of the consternation might come around downtown. You know, the businesses aren't coming back, or, you know, yep. employees aren't coming back, and therefore, you know, all the surrounding businesses are struggling with that. Um, you have North Minneapolis, you have South Minneapolis. I mean, it, it takes me 20 minutes to drive to another part of Minneapolis from my house in Minneapolis. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's neighborhoods and, and it, it's it's not, you know, one thing. Um, so there's a lot of things, different things you can sink your teeth into if you have a, an opinion or uh, an angle that you want to shoot and, and everyone can so, know, have an opinion. I guess one of, the th- one of the things that I was going to point out, I wanted to look up the date specifically, but... Um, you know, we were talking about this off the air, but you know, I'm pretty busy with two kids and blah, 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 just like everybody else. So I was trying to think of the last time that my wife and I, a had a date night in general, but, but we actually went downtown and I remember we wanted to go see Chris Stapleton and he opened for George Strait at us bank stadium. And so she and I parked and I thought, all right, let's go somewhere and grab a drink. Let's go to the, let's go to the concert and then let's come back. And I, I, I kid you guys not, nothing was open. And this was Saturday night, November 13th of 2021, and literally nothing was open. 
you know, you guys know where I park, where I, the place that I used to bartend. That was 2021? Well, that was COVID. That was right, but time. I guess what I'm saying is that still was, but stuff had started to yeah, open okay. by then. And I remember mm-hmm. being stunned that. In 21? In, in 2021. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at the concert, okay. the concert calendar right now. And I remember being just stunned at the fact that, not, and I don't know if it was merely a case of, Nobody, they couldn't find people to work. But I was just generally stunned that wow, there's sixty some thousand people at that at that stadium right mm-hmm. now. Everyone leaving that concert's going to want to go have a, a pop somewhere, I would think, yeah. because those were always huge moneymaker nights downtown Minneapolis when there was a big concert, especially a country show because those people know how to do it. Well, that that's just it, and they're they're going to go give it hell for an hour and mm-hmm. then be home by you know one o'clock yeah. or whatever. But yeah. I was I was literally stunned that night that nothing was open. But anyway, I digress. So well, Harley, they're, they're oh, already oh. making arrangements. I think Metro Transit is all oh, for Taylor <laughs> Swift. Yeah, yeah, that and that will. You know what? That's funny you bring that up, but that will be a huge indicator of whether or not Minneapolis is back. Yeah, or you know what I mean? Because yeah. th- that's two sold out shows on a Friday and Saturday night. You also have what else is going on? Who's taking Metro Transit with their twelve and thirteen year old daughters down to Taylor Swift? I was asked this very thing I would by a listener. Fly a helicopter. I there. know, but I was asked this very thing, and I said, "Here's the deal: the safest days to take that thing when it's busy. is when it's going to be that packed. Yeah. A Vikings game. That's literally the only time it is safe to take mm-hmm. the light rail. To be perfectly honest, yeah, is when it, it when it's totally mushed to the group, right? right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's kind of sad. We used to actually look at, you know, the fact that we aren't on a light rail stop on Hiawatha was always kind of a, a liability for us. You know, we felt like we needed to move to an intersection where there was a light rail stop. And now, now you're glad you did. <laughs> it's, uh, it's not, you know, right. it's not any longer. In fact, I think it gives us some of the, some room from some of the crime that we see. So, um, yeah, I don't know how they're going to work that out. They are making accommodations though, huh? That's the plan. Yeah, it was just swift, announced yeah. this morning. Okay. Yeah, it was yeah. just announced this morning. Reavers, can I do a new, uh, little news story since we have some pros in the room? Can we? Can I do one thing really quick before you, you do that? It's your show. Why because won't you do it? <laughs> because uh, I know Bartley that they are somewhat of a competitor of yours, but I do want to make mention of our friends at Harmony Spirits, who are a proud supporter of this particular podcast. You guys have them on your shelves at Elevated. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, made right here in Harmony, Minnesota. I know I get asked about them quite often. Really good guys. Um, if you're down in the Harmony, Minnesota area, which I might be sometime soon here based upon what's going on in my life. Um, so I'm, I'm suggesting stop in there. Their tasting room is fantastic. It's a beautiful, cool little tasting room. Uh, they got the GL flag flying outside of the building. And it's just a neat area. Uh, people often go down there, go camping. But go into your local liquor store if you don't happen to be going into Elevated. And please ask for the Harmony brand by name. Great people. Handcrafted spirits. Made right here in our own backyard. And also check out their active Twitter account for uh, recipe updates and things like that that are on their website as well. So we appreciate Appreciate their support. Michael, take it away, please. You know, since we have some professionals in the room, I just wanted to read this story, and I wait, think... Wait, I know what he's going to bring up, and yes. I'm going to write it down. Reavers uh, loves the story. We can't get enough of the story because we find it super fascinating, but a Minneapolis gay bar known as The Saloon, right, a very popular gay bar, drops Bud Light. It seems super, <laughs> super shocking. I know when this whole kerfuffle was happening, I'm going to call it a multi-billion dollar kerfuffle, I reached out to Ryan and said, hey, Ryan, tell me what's going on with Bud Light. Oh, I forgot about this part. I mean, can you, can you tell us what's happening at your stores, the Bud Light? Whether, and I'm not saying you agree with it or disagree with it. Just tell me like the facts of what's going on with the brand. Well, without exaggerating, there are no sales. I mean, we, we've, we've probably dropped, in, in terms of you know, the largest package we sell, which is, you know, 24, 12 ounce cases. Mm. We sell a couple a week now, you know, that's probably down from 30 to at this time of year, it'd probably be closer to like 40 plus. Mm -hmm. Um, so 
not good for Bud Light. I don't know if there's going to be a bounce back. You'd think you'd see some kind of pulse by now. Um, it's been, what, a couple months, I think? At you least. did say to me a month ago, it's dead. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Said, I, Bud Light's over. I think, um, you know, it's, it's, and it's easy to, I guess, kind of use recency bias to, sure. to extrapolate, but it just seems like that drinker is making a statement. And I, and I feel like there is a certain stigma now associated with, with that brand that is going to be very difficult to unwind. Well, I can tell you this, and I don't even know if this is an indicator or not, but it was the number one beer you would see at a town baseball game, right? Concessions Mm -hmm. or whatever. I have not seen a single can. That's because it's brow now. What is it? The Stadtbau? Uh-uh. They got a a Giesen. Do you know where they're... They got to be New Prague with that last name. Yeah, so... They're looking to, to to come into the market and for these small ball things, and they have a shot ball, okay. light logger. I'll have to check that out. That's yeah, cool. It just came out. Look for that this week. Okay. Raiders, do me a favor. I, I got you a small gift. Could you open that real quick on the air? <laughs> okay. Because I think the card don't, first. Don't, don't do the card. Do <laughs> okay. the card for later. That's the the card is real sentimental. I don't want you tearing up. Aww. But this this tenth anniversary gift is I thought <laughs> right up your alley. <laughs> and so. I felt I felt bad because I didn't get you anything. He goes, shut up. You didn't need to get me anything. Uh, and I don't know. If this is that big a gift, but this has been a story that keeps on giving this Bud Light, <laughs> this Bud Light story. All right, I'm seeing a Bud Light case, and now I'm supposed to open the case. Is yeah, that, yeah, just okay. yeah. It's not just a box. There's something in the box. It is a Bud Light box, yeah, and, and I'm opening. And I, I know you needed one of these because I mean, you you got a. Is this boy, tape that's, that's a good box there. And it is a Bud Light koozie combo pack with <laughs> a Bud Light wallet. Yes. Wow. <laughs> you know, so, Mike, you are right. I did not know I needed this, but um, but I'm going to because I think you said to me, this. I'll never drink that beer again but i would love a bud light wallet so right. i said sir i will make that happen well, so i hope you enjoy that happy 10th anniversary thank you very yes. much happy 10th anniversary to you too and you're not wrong when i said i will never drink that beer again and that's because i never drank the damn beer in the first place yes. so <laughs> that's that's why but my, thank you michael you're welcome, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah it's kind of weird there was you know we kind of grew up with uh, an understanding that you know for the light beer drinkers that kind of get into their one and that's the one mm-hmm. right you know you kind of talk about these light beer swill whatever all tasting the same but they still seem to have some brand loyalty you know i only drink mick golden or coors or whatever mm-hmm. uh, unless you can't so interesting to see this you know issue kind of uh jump that you know Tendency that we've what seen does it for move to? Time. What did the Bud Light drinker move well, to? Well, and that's funny too because a lot of people are making the connection now. Modelo is the number one beer mm-hmm. in the world, or whatever. And it's the same company, sure. So, but it really doesn't even matter. It's the same company. For... They're just saying, "Don't do it." Well, sure. we we are not mad at your company. Just don't do it. I think that's mm-hmm. what they're that the they're I, not I, mad I, at the company. I, I don't. I think they're just saying that's not the marketing we like. Don't be insulting to us. Sure. And we're not trying to penalize you to go out of business, but we want to shake it up. No, they definitely want them to go out of business. You think so? I I, I guarantee you that no one on the planet except for a few knows that Modelo is owned by the same people. No one really goes into that detail like we do. We know the owners of Blue Moon. We know who who Mm. are these beer consortiums that are out there. The general consumer does not care yeah they well, know I, this brand and they want to know they don't mm-hmm. care who the upper end is sorry i thought isn't constellation brands the owner of modello that's what i thought well too. i think it's depending on where because i think in america mm-hmm. 
Well, you were telling me this. Well, we it, got a listener a explain it to us. Yeah, of Modelo in different parts of the oh. world are owned by AB. Yeah, I could have. Uh, yeah, but yeah. I, th- I think it's I think it's a little different. And the only reason Bartley, you know all the brands, is because you're calling them up saying, "Would you love to buy a great brand?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got oh my, my whole brand for sale right now. <laughs> It'll be called Bent Light. Yeah, Bent Light. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with a beer called Bent Light, and actually, we'll just take one of our other beers and just pour a bunch of water in it. Yeah. <laughs> what if someone it, it did, actually works? What if someone did come out with a beer that's called Not Bud Light? I think it's still a trademark violation. Oh, is it really? Uh, okay, yeah, okay, for it, okay, gotcha. But they could call it Butt Light, which would be all right. B-U-T-T, that's not bad. Funny. You You're an ideas guy. See, yeah. guys, after all these years, yeah. he's still, still an ideas guy. Still guys. He's still an ideas guy. And those are free guy. ideas. <laughs> uh, you mentioned marketing, uh, Ryan. Yeah. Did you guys touch on this in my absence to go get Tom from the front desk? No, we have not. Okay, so bring this up because this is pretty cool. You sent this text to me. And Michael uh, earlier today. Yeah, so I, I talked a little bit earlier about how we're we're trying to you know position ourselves as a company that provides value now, especially after everything that everyone's gone through with COVID and inflation and everything else. So we've been running some really really good sales, and we're doing a monthly, um, you know, just to to kind of give you a sense of what kind of pricing we're doing because you know some of these deals are worth driving to elevated for, even if you don't live right by us. I mean, we're talking you know quote total wine type pricing on mm-hmm. some of these things. You know, uh, Starting tomorrow, our July ad goes out. And some of the features on that, we've got uh, Summit 12 packs at $13.99. Oh, wow. I mean, you haven't probably haven't seen that since pre-COVID, no. I would imagine. No kidding. Um, you know, Black Box, $16.99. Tito's uh, One Liters, $19.99. So that's just a few highlights. I just want to throw that out there for those that are looking for deals right now. If your local liquor store is not providing you with good value, Take a little extra drive. Come see us at an elevated. And again, another location coming soon. I want to ask the Mike Fredoloni question to both of you, but I want to start with Bartley. So Michael's been on this, and rightfully so. Michael has been on this for years about NA, right? The the, the rise in NA. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. You guys, do you guys do an NA beer at the tap room? Beer, no. We have other things like um, kombucha, cold press That's coffee, right. okay. sodas, uh, juices. We have a variety of, of non-alcoholic and cocktails that we can make. The reason I guess I wanted to ask you about that is you, you must see some type of demand for it because I'll never forget we were talking to wasn't it was it Quam we were talking to Quam uh, and Surly was about to unveil some multi-million dollar NA product line. So I I would think that I thought they said they never would do right. We'll never do an NA. We'll never do a seltzer. And here we need to. Yeah. Yeah. So I just yeah. just generally curious about that prospect with both both of you guys and what your thoughts are on that. Well, I mean, my thoughts on it are we're going to replace alcohol with a different type of product, for which instance, is smart. Delta which is smart. Nine yeah. THC. Um, that's the road we're going down with non-alcoholics. Um, those are the type of things that you can get at our place if you like. Uh, of course, we're also selling them all over the place. Uh, that is our answer to the non, the NA question. Um, sure. okay, so we just, see so a lot stop. of people just, that just, are just, drinking less. Describe this to me a little bit. So yeah. I'm, I'm going in to buy a beer, and it has a couple milligrams of Delta 9 THC in it. Correct. And so can I still have three beers or am I wasted? How does that work? You know, it, it, it affects everybody differently. Um, my advice is if you are, if you're new to THC, try it out by itself. Um, mm. Don't go whole hog mm. and drink a bunch of beers <laughs> and a bunch of THC. Uh, five milligrams is a good starting point. Okay. Uh, wait 20 minutes. Then take another five if you feel like it. If you mm. don't, don't. Sure. And just take it in five milligram uh, increments. And this is a thing that is offered to us now that was never offered when I was a kid. You, you smoke flour, 
Mm-hmm. You have no idea what you're getting. Sure. It could be some ditch weed. It could be some pineapple express. It could be Afghan Kush. You don't know mm-hmm. all the times how many milligrams you're getting. Now it's become science. Now it is measurable. You have 10 milligrams in this beverage mm-hmm. or 5 milligrams or whatever it is, and you know how much you're getting. So you can experiment with it just like you do with alcohol. You know what a 10% ABV beer does to sure. you. So now you know what a 10 milligram beverage does to you too. So go at it slow. Take it bit by bit. Um, what I have found is that if you have had several beers and you have a THC beverage after that, you're going to want to look for a bed pretty quick. Okay. Um, pretty to tired, me, it yeah. makes me pretty tired and makes me want to go to sleep. Yeah. So that is, again, uh, not only advice, but warning. <laughs> Don't mix these out and about until you know exactly where you're at and where you're going with them because it is new. Mm-hmm. You know, keep it in the home. If you feel that's where you're safest, keep it in the home. Um, and again, you cannot overdose on THC. Mm-hmm. You can get some funny feelings and feel kind of weird. You don't have to call 911. You'll sleep it off. You'll be okay. <laughs> I promise you'll be okay. Find a safe spot, huddle up, you know, and just relax. Um, but yeah, this is the new NA and with so people you're, being you're more responsible. This with this in it. Absolutely. So, so well, these buying, are seltzers right now. Okay. Are you buying We're doing seltzers. How do you buy? Do you buy uh, truckloads of THC? Is that? <laughs> oh, wow. Does it come in 55-gallon drums? Is that something <laughs> we, we can get? We actually buy it by the liter. It's very highly concentrated. Really? One liter of this THC product that we buy will treat 630 gallons of I just need like a sip of that. Yeah, you would. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> one, it tastes really crappy. Okay, um, I wouldn't want to try it. But um, yes, it's extremely potent, very strong. Um, and again, we just blend it in. You blend okay. it in in the fermenter, and then you hook up your your uh, CO two to force carbonate it, mm-hmm. and add your flavorings that you're going to add, no matter what flavor it's going to be, and then you fill it in cans, just like our regular canning line. Wow. Um, we've been doing the seltzers now for quite a while. Now we've branched into sodas. Mm-hmm. So we have a, a a 20 milligram, which isn't legal anymore, by the way. Thank you, Minnesota State Legislature. Um, now 10 milligrams is the maximum you can put into a beverage. Mm-hmm. Well, we have a whole bunch of 20 milligrams that we made a couple months ago sure. that are going to be illegal starting July out, yeah. 1st. Yeah. So we are selling those out, actually blowout pricings mm-hmm. um, in the tap room. So come by and, and pick some up. Uh, the new ones that we got coming out are 10 milligrams. So we got a soda, one that's a maple bacon donut soda, which I brought. It's got 10 milligrams in it, and it tastes like a maple bacon donut. Mm. It is phenomenal. So no it's a alcohol great soda. Zero alcohol. That okay. uh, crosses the federal lines of mixing alcohol and THC. At the moment, there are people that have said they've done it. I, I don't know. Oh, I thought we'll they had out. like I thought you guys were selling at Elevated. I thought you were selling beer with THC. No, no alcohol in these. Oh, I did the not THC. know that. Okay, so because yeah. I was actually at a bar and I saw that and I thought, oh, you can buy a beer with THC. I'm not a THC. I user, think there so. some places might be mixing. I don't know. Uh, I mean, yeah, also I, I think this was. Yeah, I, I, the I was new laws also pro- prohibit that mm-hmm. uh, mixing in a bar or anything like that. So again, but, if you, you know, want to do it at home, do whatever you want. Well, yeah, I mean, you order a shot and you order. A THC drink. It's the same thing. Turn yeah, around right. and, no. you know, who knows what happened so there. So what are the new laws for those of us that kind of know what's going on, but really have no idea what's you're, going you're on? you're never going to try these, and I'm never going to try these. No, I probably, I probably won't just because I'm a, a, an old man. But I'm just curious, <laughs> what are the limitations from from a retailer and from a tap room? Like, what, what, what can you do? What aren't you allowed to do? And what do you not really know yet? 
Well, there's a whole lot that we don't know yet, but it's all outlined in the new bill. Um, you, you mentioned lawyers. I don't want to read it, so lawyers just tell me. To, to <laughs> interpret all that stuff. I gotcha. You know, so I only know the small amount that particularly pertains to me immediately. Um, and that is, again, the limits that we have on how much we can put in our per package, all the government warnings that have to be on the package, um, as well as the statements and the things you can and cannot say. So that's the the conciseness of that side is pretty easy, but you get into the whole dispensary side and you get a lot of complications. And again, lawyers are the ones making out like bandits right now because they're the ones being paid to interpret all this stuff. And gotcha. a lot of them have experience from doing it in other states because this is similar to what has happened in many other states mm-hmm. with a few caveats. And what about for you guys, Ryan? Well, for us, I you know, we're, we're limited to the 10 milligrams as, as Bartley Bloom has, mm-hmm. uh, has already outlined. We, uh, we don't have much beyond that right now. And you know, the 10 milligrams is because it's a tall boy can, it's two servings. So technically it's five milligrams per serving, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, we have anywhere from two to 10 then, uh, we have, I want to say over, well over a hundred SKUs by this point. So we've probably got 30, 40 brands and over a hundred SKUs of these. And they're, and they're, there's a lot of, you know, different ways that they're making them from soda to juice to seltzers, um, mixing CBD, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so there's a lot of, there's a lot to know. And, you know, we have a good staff that, that can support these products and teach you a lot about them. And what's nice now is that, you know, these were not available in liquor stores for the first, you know, basically year of them being legal in the state. We were the one entity that could not sell them. Basically anyone else could, mm-hmm. which was pretty bizarre, yeah. but you know, we're finally at a point now where we're legally allowed to sell them as well. And I think what you're going to realize, if you've been going to one of these smaller pop-up shops, you know, you'll notice that, you know, the prices are going to be considerably less when you come to the liquor store now, especially mm-hmm. at Elevated. Because, I'll, you know, I, I don't blame some of these smaller, you know, mom and pops, these overnight, uh, you know, I call them THC drink stands that had popped up over the last year. They were taking really big margins uh, because they, they kind of had a little bit of, uh, I, I don't know, monopoly of sorts because we couldn't participate. But now that we are participating, um, prices are much better. You know, for example, I brought Modest with me here today. This is our mm-hmm. most popular THC drink so far. It's called Melt. 10 milligrams. You probably see that at most, you know, uh, THC and, uh, and, and, and CBD stores for, I don't know, probably $30, $35 for a four-pack. We're $19.99 this month. Oh, wow. So, okay. Um, Come check if you if you want a great selection, you want great pricing on these THC drinks. Come to Elevated; it's worth your time. You're going to find great. So deal. the price like, point is. Sorry, I didn't okay. mean to interrupt you, Mike. The, the price point is is much higher than 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 beer. Well, five bucks a beer. At, yeah, at I mean, it's not bad. On no, a, no, but he yeah. said at other stores. At other yeah, stores, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they, again, yeah. they've been taking some pretty. I mean, they're 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 marking up a hundred percent on these things. They've been they've been doing really well with them. But again, now that it's been more commoditized, it's available in liquor stores. You're going to see those prices drop. Is it one percent of your business? Three percent? Is it? I mean, what, oh, what do you wow. think it's going to uh, be? Great question. Um, in Minneapolis, I would say it's already just in. It's been a month. Yeah. I would say it already probably accounts for about five percent. Oh wow, of our okay. business, and, and it's growing yeah. very quickly. I mean, we're seeing those weekly numbers, you know, going up by you know fifteen twenty percent week over week. Oh wow, okay, holy yeah. cow. So that's what we need to do is change the weekly scramble from the beer show to the weekly scramble to the. 
Delta 9 THC <laughs> drink show. Right. Yeah, and we'll go. be on the cusp of greatness. Yeah. Uh, I, the hemp-derived, low-dose <laughs> Delta 9 Multiple servings per can, which is confusing, right? Because I remember I got pulled over that one time, and he said, how many beers did you have? And he said, by serving or by can? Right. Because there's a big difference, officer. That's interesting. There's a lot of breweries that are doing really well with these, though. And I, I won't name any names, but I've talked to some brewers that are, you know, it's it accounts for 30-plus percent of their business right now out of the tap room. Wow. So um, they've done really well with it. And it's great to see because the breweries are are really uh, kind of getting you know, the, an additional boost here. Is the main buyer of this product, now you got me really curious, is the main buyer of this product uh, a 25-year-old or is it, you know, does it span? I mean, are there people that are my age that are, hey, I want to try this? I mean, what, what are you seeing with that? We're seeing, and, and Tom, maybe you want to talk to to this point a little sure. bit. But. Yeah, you know, we, we that was a big eye-opener, Chris. Uh, we thought that might be the stoner, you know, coming to get legal weed kind of thing, but we found that the that the market is much broader and, and a lot older. Um, a lot of people that haven't had experience are, are finding this way to be a preferable way to, a, to get into THC for pain relief, relaxation, what yeah. have you. Um, so older women... Uh, it's a big, wow! Yeah, just kind of surprised, but they're finding this is, uh, you know, again a comfortable way. Th- these people don't have a dealer, you mm-hmm. know, to get a yeah, bag of yeah. weed or whatever, and they weren't going to the dispensary or a, a, a vape shop or you know things like that where they felt like out of, uncomfortable, sure. out of sorts. Now they can go in to their salon or their liquor store or whatever with all mm-hmm. these places having this. And there's a, it's not smoking, you mm-hmm. know, negative you're connotation not coughing, there. You're not yeah. you're not smelling. Yep. Um, and, and, you know, you have all these different flavors. And, and one of the breakthroughs that they've kind of seen with this, um, with the, the, the additive that they use, the, the, the extract, if you will, mm-hmm. um, is, is making it more available for processing in your body. Water soluble, I think is. The yes, word. exactly. They use the nanotechnology and micro emulsification yeah. to make it so it's small enough that it will stay you know, stable in water because right. it is an oil-based product it's, and then it gets in your system easier. Right. And so, that helps you kind of gauge as more of like a, a beer kind of experience, more mm-hmm. of a social experience. You have one, you're kind of drinking through, you're starting to feel it. It's not so much as a hit you in the face, oh, now I'm I'm high sure. or whatever, I'm it stoned. All, it's, it's not overnight or instantaneous. Yeah, like so there's I'm a little of, bit mm-hmm. more gradualness to that, which I think is really uh, appealing to people that, you know, don't have that experience. So... Yeah, Chris. I mean, I think you might you might actually end up uh, finding something that you like. Uh, we can we can help you with well, that. Well, I was going to say I may or may not uh, be married to someone that suffers chronic migraines. It might have had an interest in that. That's why so, I, I mean, basically can, can I, 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 I may send you home with an extra can. Then nice. <laughs> I mean, it's a soda. Can yes. I drink this soda? But it, yes, but you. Still, I mean, I don't want to be high. Obviously, it's dangerous, right? You, you still are subject to the laws of impaired driving. Okay. So yes and no. Okay, so you, you can drink. You, could, uh, you can drive yeah. after having one beer too, yeah. oh, and you can, you know. Yeah. So, but can I drink it while I'm driving? Yes, yeah, again, there's anything. no law against open container for THC like there is for beer and alcohol. Yeah, that's but weird. again, it's up to you. Recommend not doing it just because it does slow down your reflexes. Yeah, just like beer does. Yeah, I won't, I won't do it anyways. So I just thought, okay, just um, Reavers. Another thing, could you put this down on a pad for? Got it. Um, because I'm making a prediction. Okay. 
It's going to be um, grape soda, microdose LSD coming out next. <laughs> you, think I'm, you think I'm joking. I guarantee you that's what Actually, will Actually, psilocybin is creeping into the market now, too, which See? is the active ingredient uh, in magic mushrooms. Yep. I, I 100% um, think it will happen within so two years. So that is coming out right. as well. Um, but, yeah, I've seen similar things with the, the clientele. It's everywhere. It's everywhere from 21 to over 80. I sent my dad home with a bunch because he had one of these uh, full-spectrum THC gummies that we had at the store, and he loved it. He goes, his back pain went away. He was actually able to sleep, and it was magic. So, again, yes, it's the older people, too, and the younger people who are drinking less beer. Mm -hmm. Because, again, beer is a little bit more imperative on your motor functions than, than THC. So a lot of people are going away from beer and going into the THC world as an alternative and no hangovers and no hangovers yeah but so really totally paranoid and you freak out <laughs> that's why i can't do it and you I wake just, up clear as a bell and clear as a bell but you're you <laughs> know you're in the corner of your bedroom wrapped around a blanket scared that's well, just me it, it, it doesn't always work okay, that way. All right. it, it shouldn't happen. work that way okay. and, and, and one of the interesting things that they're starting to see more and more is kind of it borrows from kind of craft quote unquote um, flour, marijuana, or whatever, cannabis, um, is terpenes. Uh, you know, you've heard of like the sativa, indica mm-hmm. kind of difference there. Uh, CBD, full spectrum, Bartley mentioned. There's a lot of interesting things happening as far as like pairing those and new uh, isolates, you know, THC, what was it, N, did we hear about? Um, there's some different formulations, and what they're trying to do is 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 put those into a, a, a beverage that's specific more for rest, sure. or for relaxation, or pain relief, or maybe more euphoria and upbeat stuff mm-hmm. that that would typically trigger someone's anxiety if that's not what they're looking for. Yeah. So I'm excited to see where that goes, where you can get some more uh, specific and interesting uh, targets from some of these. Uh, beer or beverages uh, again, and 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 again. Hopefully, that makes people's first experience that much better, sure. uh, more comfortable for everyone. Well, things are going to change here in the next fifteen months. When, That's where I was going to go next because I'm mm-hmm. just curious. What other trends are you guys all seeing right now that we might not be all that familiar with, just in terms of the industry in general? Well, I mean, before we get away from NA, I mean, we we do still see a ton of NA beer um, that kind of continued. Because Tom, I'll say this: I get asked about NA products, you know, even because a lot of people that listen to GL know about us doing this show on on AM fifteen hundred, and they say, "Any ideas for what I can get my father in law?" You know, he he likes craft beer, but you know, or whatever. So I I get asked about especially locally sourced NA. All the freaking time. Yeah, we have a great selection of NA beers. Um, they're now in like 12 packs, a little bit more affordable, economies of scale, um, different, all the different flavor profiles. It's not just the old uh, Coors Cutter and, uh, you know, Heineken uh, Zero. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's, Is that your number that's one? a newer one. Oh. Um, but, um, you know, across the board, stouts, IPAs, sours, um, you can get in the NA format. And then we see um, we have spirits and wine. I mean, that's not necessarily a new thing. Spirits is a little newer. Um, wait, wait. NA, NA spirits. spirits? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Now, You're okay. Now, now, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna have a drink yeah. of some right now. Yeah. <laughs> and, and a spirit. So that. So, um, have you guys ever heard of the term California sober? 
Yes. Okay, that's where you don't drink, but you do smoke weed. So I wonder if there's any N.A. beer brand out there that will say, oh, this is N.A. beer, but it has THC in it. It's interesting. Uh, to catch I've already, that. I've, already, I've seen just in my social circles... I didn't know that that was a term, mm. California. So a lot of people but, are but doing I, that. I'm seeing that. Yeah. And, people you know, not drinking just, anymore, but... You know. Yeah. And, yeah. It, you know, I don't know. I don't know what my take is on that. It's just kind of... It seems like a little bit of a... I don't know. Yeah. You're like, yeah. Oh, you're kind of cheating. Yeah. You're still getting high. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> but you don't have a beer belly, so hey, right. congratulations. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> no, they call that a Cheetos belly. Is that, is that yeah, Cheetos you got belly, a Cheetos yeah. belly when you're just high all the time. <laughs> oh, you got yeah, the munchies. Doritos and Cheetos belly. I also had never heard of that term before, Michael. California sober. Yeah. I think that's a. I think that's a thing. I wonder where it originated. I don't know. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, boy, it's it's weird. I don't know how else where else to take the conversation. It, and I've never said that with all of you guys in the same room before. But, um, no, this is cool. I, I, I just, I like getting the perspective of so many different things, whether it's the industry as a whole, whether it's the business model of it, you know, and how we all love the city. You know, Mike, you have, what, 22 stores mm-hmm. uh, to, to deal with? You don't want something bad to happen, right? You don't want, mm, no. you want the city to rebound. You guys want the city to rebound. Bartley, you, and I just, that's the part that I get, I guess, for me, I always get hung up on. And that's when I see laws being passed. And I'm thinking, don't you give a damn about the people that are the basic backbone of your society? That's the part that really pisses me off. And yes, I use that that word that I shouldn't have on this show. So I, I don't know. That's why my mindset always kinds to, kinds to shift in that way at times. So You're, you you listen to a lot of media, Reverse. You focus I do. on media. I and do. If you get rid of that and just sit on your deck for a while... Read a good book. When I Real- kiss your wife, I'm sure things are pretty calm in Jordan, aren't they? They're lovely. They gotta yeah. be right? absolutely lovely. You're not I having mean, riots I, in Jordan. I don't know. When Frank left his garage door open the other day, yeah. he got pretty <laughs> wild. Oh, yeah. He got pretty pissed off <laughs> yeah. about that. Yeah, he had a boat parked in his yard for a month. <laughs> it was a nice boat, but it was a boat. Yeah. Yeah. But we got tons of surrounding areas that are beautiful. Roseville specifically, we're mm-hmm. ten minutes from either downtown. Yeah. So you can touch downtown without living in downtown, you know, and there's nothing wrong with living in it. But I really enjoy the the proximity without being immersed in it. I have a parking lot. I don't have to pay for parking, mm-hmm. you know, and that, things and like that. You know what? That, that, are, that was our emphasis phenomenal. with you. In the, you were one of the first ones that's that close to the city that... Oh, I can just go there and I don't have to pay 10 bucks an hour to park my car? <laughs> right. All right, cool. And we can do big events in our parking lot yeah. and just have great parties, which we do have one coming up. Tell me about it. Well, it is a barbecue competition. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been part Fred, of that before. Fred's been part yeah. of it in the past. Reavers um, has been, a, you've been a judge of that. I was times. there last year. You were were we judge, there last year? You were a judge yeah. and you were there last year as a MC. Thank you. I'd like to invite you again this year as an MC if it's you can. Got to be tough, as I've mentioned a couple times. I got two kids playing travel ball, so you got to clear it with the boss. It's September 9th. I'll call. Oh, it's not till September. September. 9th. Oh, then I should be okay. Yeah, yeah, then I should be okay. Um, and That's definitely, a big we'd event. love to get Brad involved again too, if you can. Yeah. We can talk off the air. Let's Plus, it's it. fun and chat because yeah. it is it's a fun. huge. This is the premier. Kansas City Barbecue Society official barbecue competition in the Twin Cities. Have you guys attended this before? I have not. It's crazy. We have special. 30 of oh. Minnesota's best teams, and about half of those are on the national list for team of the year for Kansas City Barbecue Society big yearly trophy thing. So we're very blessed to have some of the best barbecuers in this region right well, here. And here's the one thing that always just stuck with me. I kept thinking to myself, how am I supposed to tell this guy that his stuff isn't as good as Here's that guy's? Yeah. <laughs> when this stuff is amazing. But so what stuck with me it's is very always seldom, different varieties of amazing. Right. Very seldom do I do this. But mm-hmm. I think you are too cheap. 
because I think the tickets were so inexpensive. They were. We were doing it a buck a bone. Yeah, a buck a bone. I'm like, That's I, way I went too and bought cheap. like 20 tickets because I'm like, oh, 20 bucks. I'm like, oh, wait, I'm getting 20 ribs. You can't eat 20 I'm ribs like, normally. This is way too <laughs> right. cheap. I remember that. No, I, think yeah. I was with you, Reavers. I'm like, that can't be right. Yep. This, this is like a $3 rib, and I don't know what the right, right price is. You're right. But a couple bucks is probably the right price for it. It is, yeah. absolutely. You know, mm-hmm. But it's all for fundraiser for Invisible Wounds Project. So all oh, that, that money, for 100% sure of that money that. goes yeah. to them, and we wanted it to be a success. Yes. Um, yeah. This year, there, I think we are going to have it at a buck fifty or two bucks. Two bucks. It's all going like to that. charity. But Who it cares? is. It's all going yeah. to charity. Yeah. Um, and we got great sponsors that are going to help us out with the the event. Um, again, thirty of the best teams. It's going to be uh, People's Choice ribs and People's Choice sides. Yeah. So side dishes too. All the barbecueers are going to be making side dishes. And yeah, it's there just was be somebody great... that made something with baked beans in it last year. Right. And I don't remember who it was. But holy crap, was that amazing. Yep. I asked us. Uh, you get some baked beans, you get some oh. mac and cheese, smoked mac and cheese. It was you good. get people making some phenomenal what, things. What defines Kansas City? Like a Kansas it's a style, City, isn't it? Is Kansas there, City is Barbecue any... Society. Well, Kansas City, um, the, the competition is a Kansas City Barbecue Society competition, which is the national, actually it's the worldwide. By rules. Um, they have the it's rules. It's the worldwide, um, I don't know, NASCAR. So it's not so, specific to like... You have to do it Kansas City style. They, no, they're just the, the not the style body. at all. They're the governing body, and it's a lot like NASCAR. If you go to an event, you win points. Mm. Everyone gets some points. Even if you place thirtieth, you get a couple of points. So you win by showing up at all of them and placing highly in all of them. You don't mm. have to win all of them, but you if you're consistently in the winner's circle, you're going to end up with the most points at the end of the year, and that's who's crowned the champion. So it's cool. it's sort of like that. So uh, you do backyard competitions, which is which is chicken and ribs, and then you got Masters series, which is chicken, ribs, pulled pork, and brisket. So that's what you do. Yes, yeah. I am actually a certified barbecue judge. I travel around Minnesota and Wisconsin area, sometimes Iowa, and I judge barbecue. Yeah, it's a great hobby. <laughs> I, I just wanted free food. That's right, all. Right. I mean, it's Pretty really much. all yeah. it's all about. But there are people that take it very judges. Every, that everyone take takes it, it seriously, except for me. And I yes. thought, I, well, not that I was goofing around, but I thought but it was I'm always, not... Chris, please be quiet. Right. Yeah, he was trying to talk to me. <laughs> and they're like, sir, sir, you can't, sir, you, can't you can't talk, talk. to him. Be I'm quiet thought, during oh, judging. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm sorry. But I just, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> this one tastes like meat, but so did the other meat one. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool. I'm glad yes. you guys are doing that again this so, year. September 9th. Yeah, okay. put it on your calendar. And, again, oh, we'll by be, the way, we'll be uh, promoting it sometime If I go onto Google Maps, is that now corrected? Does it not put us in the middle of Lake Josephine or whatever? We're not in the lake anymore. Yay! It only took nine years. Progress! Yeah, we've done it. Technology. Yeah, but just don't try and get an Uber to find you. They still can't find us. They still us. can't do Uber it. Uber cannot find us. Uh, I don't know what it is. That's problematic. It is. Because yeah. you would think that people at your place would want an Uber. Yes. Every once in a while. Yes. They, <laughs> just call yes. Frank or whatever. <laughs> we end up doing that for him. All right. I know you had a, you had a hard out at 3.30. Is there anything else we need to know about Bartley, Bloom, and Are we and still Bet doing phrasing? I got a hard out at... <laughs> 3.30. See, I, I thought we'd get See, through a whole we show. We almost made the whole yeah. show. We almost made it all the way through. Thank you, uh, Harmony Spirit. Uh, I'm yeah, trying to be respectful this. of your time and schedule. Hey, so one more thing. Yes, I would like to say I haven't dominated already anyway. But um, our, our THC seltzers, because we have some that aren't in compliance, I'll use that word because that's the word they use, and I say they because they are the governing body. Um, they're not in compliance. They are 20 milligram cans as opposed to 10 milligram cans. So we have to get rid of them by July 1st. So if you come into our tap room and you say you heard it on the Weekly Scramble slash Beer Show Anniversary Edition, 
you'll get a four pack for 20 bucks. Wow. And these are 20 milligram. So you only need one of those for the day. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but your, your price per milligram is tiny. Wow. Okay, I mean, that's we very used cool. to sell these for that fifty bucks. That was my bucks. nickname in high school. Tiny <laughs> price per milligram. Okay. <laughs> and tiny. Yes. So yes, the twenty milligram ones. I mean, it's a it's it's what eighty milligrams in a four pack. So you're looking at what twenty cents a milligram. That's a really good deal. Wow. That's, that you can't find that anymore. It used to be ten cents a milligram average now, or it used to be a dollar. Now it's closer to fifty cents a milligram, and now it's, it is creeping down. And again, to to Ryan and Tom's point, where it is more of a commodity. We've been selling it to smoke shops who give it a hundred percent markup, and you can sell it to a liquor store who will give it a thirty-five percent markup, yeah. just mm-hmm. like they would a beer, mm-hmm. you know. And that's where we should be, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that's where I'm hoping that that's this leads the way is the the liquor stores in selling these products. Okay. So, but yep, come in, say the beer show sent you. Nice, very Get cool. Get one of these four packs for twenty bucks. Thank uh, you, Bartley. Great to welcome. see you. Cheers, Ryan and Tom. Anything else we need to know about Do you? Do we have guys? time for a? A quick beer show trivia question. Oh, yeah. Duh. Mm. All right, this one's for Mike. Oh, no. This was the first episode of the beer show. Mike shows up, and he's got a product with him to talk about on the air. I know. Do you know the Um, name of the product? I'm going to think it was like a Big Daddy grill scraper or something like that. Nope. I know what it was. What was it? It was, and I don't know the name of it. So is that gonna? Is that gonna? Am I gonna get docked points? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Pokemon cards? I think it was a beer chiller. (laughs) It was a frozen. It was almost a a, a A metal stick. uh, uh, What was the name of it? You're close, but you put it it in a regular bottle of beer and it cooled it. Chillsicle. Why can't I remember that? Chillsner. Chillsner. Is that what it was called? You sold them in your stores. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we still probably have some of those on closeout. Those didn't sell very well. So probably super cheap after you. Go to Bartley's yeah. and yes. get your TH 20 gram yes. TH. Yes. I remember that. That was Stop funny. Buying. That was yeah. when we still bought beers and bottles. I mean, that's how antiquated was that? Yeah, we showed yeah. up. It's 2013. We're in the midst of like the, you know, IPA craze. And we're like, who is this guy with, yeah. a, with a chill? <laughs> chill <laughs> <What is> that? <laughs> and, well, and the genesis of the show is they said, do you want to come on? Like, are you a barbecue expert? And I'm like, no. Well, do you know anything about beer? Not really. Well, come on. Do you like to advertise on 1500? Sure. So, uh, Do you want to be with Reavers? Yeah, I guess. I guess. So that, that kind of started on, uh, I didn't really have any skill sets whatsoever to be on that show. Oh my God. Yeah. Ryan, I never would have remembered that. But as uh, soon as you said, I'm like, oh my God, I remember exactly what was it was. good, Reavers. Because I remember bringing it home. I remember, because it said, the instructions said, put it in your freezer for 24 hours. Yeah. So they were, it was two, there were two of them. And they were being held together by a plastic piece that sat on the top of the packaging. Yeah. So you put the whole thing in there because there was air that could get through. Mm-hmm. And it froze. You had to keep it in there for 24 hours yeah. where it would freeze. And then I remember putting it into a you know bottle of Summit or whatever the hell I had in my fridge. And I'm thinking... I look like a total dork yeah. drinking Plus, out of you're this. You're going to drink that beer in 19 seconds. It's so not. What does that it, there's no chance this <laughs> yeah. beer's going to get warm. Yeah, yeah right. So I, I remember using it, and my wife said, "What in the hell are you doing?" That was. I said, "It was a gift for Mike. Yeah, I got to use it." Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, I, good. Good call. That was good. Did you go back? Did you remember that, or did you go back and listen to that? Well, no, was his first I, impression I of you? First impression. And, yeah. and I, actually, if you have any left. On blowout, oh, I yes. want a signed package. Oh yes, I'll, uh-huh. I'll try to find some of those. An yeah. anniversary gift oh, to the listener. Yes. an autographed Chilsner <laughs> from Mike oh, Fratelloni. That would be great. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean, the show was different back then. Yeah. Right. Oh, first complete. of all, we had the green room. Yep. Where so the green room was attached, uh, and we you know every time somebody some brewer would bring 
80 beers mm-hmm. for four guys for an hour. I'm like, that seems like too and many beers. And I couldn't beers. drink. And Rivers wasn't one of them <laughs> drinking. Yeah. It was, you know, that's, I'm really impressed by you because I would say that you're a beer drinker or were in the past a beer drinker. Uh, yep. And you never ever drank. I like being employed. Yep. <laughs> I like that being employed. Impressive. That was I see I was a volunteer so I could drink, but I have to know my limits. So and I and careful. I'll share my quick favorite one. This was at the height of in fact I think we were doing 2 hours at the time. Mm-hmm. Cuz this was the 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 part where oh you'll have to remind me cuz I know he had a location by the pizza guy that we had on for I think it was that summer. He did a buy during that summer and he would be Was it Pizza Luce? No, it wasn't Pizza Luce. Uh, shoot, I wish I would have remembered his name, but no, it was Green Mill. Green Mill. Green, Green Mill, Mill came course, in, yeah, yeah. and uh, oh. so he would come in. He would bring four or five pies, which was fantastic, and then you guys came on, and Bartley would bring 16 gallons of beer with him, and I remember... Oh, yeah. Maybe some was, liquor, but as long as no one knows. I remember it was, a th- it was obviously a Thursday night when we used to do the show every Thursday night, so it was the show was on from 7 to 9, and then I thought, okay, I didn't have anything going. In fact, I might have even had the next day off. So I thought, I'll hang out with the guys for a little bit. And then I remember thinking, oh, my God, it's 1030, and we're still sitting at work. Or yeah. I'm, I'm still yeah. sitting at work, mm-hmm. and there's crap everywhere, so we couldn't leave because we had to clean up. And I thought, we're cleaning this up because I'm not going to get yelled at in the morning by the uh, the people that work but at the all office. all the execs that would stay late <laughs> oh, that yeah. day. Oh, it was hilarious. Like, oh, come on, what, what are you guys trying oh, in there? Oh, like, yeah. Honey, I was at work till real late. <laughs> and they all came in. Yeah. What about when Omar and Sari showed up? It was like a. It was our first day. Yeah. Wasn't it our, one of our <laughs> no, first that was, shows? Yeah, that was pretty cool when he came in. That was a big deal. That the owner of um, uh, Surly, 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 Surly the owner of Surly came in, and it was like people were saying, "Will you sign my boob?" I mean, it was a big deal, right? <laughs> I asked him <laughs> Did that. You get that it? was a little weird. Yeah. Sign your I still, you can still yeah. see it if you look okay. real close. That was the day Joelton walked out. He's had enough. He was there. Yeah, <laughs> but like, thanks to you guys, we did get a chance to meet a lot of these people over the course of time because you had had the foresight to invite a lot of these independent brewers. In fact, that's probably. How we met Bartley was through you guys. You know, oh, it was because yeah. we, we did a sampling, everybody. and they said, "Do you want to be on the beer show with us?" Oh, mm-hmm. so it was. Yeah. Okay, because yeah, cool. that was they were one of the first stores that we ever dropped off of. Really? At our, in our young career, was yeah. that elevated? Well, How many times South were you told no? None. Really? Oh, not, no. no, no, not not by these guys. Just in general, from Since liquor stores, then or back then. Before the yeah, before back you really then, never. Everyone really? said yes. Everyone wanted the new thing. Everyone wanted pallets and pallets and pallets. I was like, well, we can give you two cases. Yeah, yeah. you know, and like yeah. that's it. But uh, okay. things have definitely changed since then. But we were part of the OGs. We were the 20th brewery to start in Minnesota. Mm-hmm. Now there's 220. What year so, was that? Was that 13 or 14? 14. 14. 13 oh, is okay. when we started got our beer on the market. 14 is when our tap room opened. Yeah. Mm. Um, because I always go back to Omar when he was trying to get his product in, indoors and he was laughed at. And I'm thinking, yeah. my God, what if he had given up? You know what I mean? Like, right. Which a lot of people might have back then because oh, yeah. it was so new, so revolutionary at the time mm-hmm. that what if you would have said, oh, screw it. But I guess you probably can't because you've invested so much into it to get it off the ground that you can't really afford to say, I'm, I'm done. You can't favorite up, guest, right? Reavers, I'm going to ask you who you're, I know who it is, who your favorite guest, uh, favorite um, everyday, oftentime guests. I know who it is. Favorite? Well, aside from the people Besides in this room. Besides these guys, because we know that there are favorites. Well, but there was one very special man. Well, it has to be Quam. Nope. Nope. Pre-Quam. I know who you're talking about. Oh, anybody. God. Anybody. This is, a, this is a state fair guy. Nope. It? Nope. No? It's even better than that. Oh, my favorite. It was a, a gentleman who he and his brewery were with us for... A while, right? Yeah, was it yeah. was it a year, maybe two? No, a couple few years at least. Because we, in fact, I believe 
that this would have been our first on-location broadcast yep. was at this gentleman's and we tap had to travel room. for it. So we drove up to a beautiful Cold Spring, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as a show, Bartley, you were you were I with there. us. Yes. And so we were there, we were there too. There. Yeah. 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 Our good buddy uh, Doug DeGeest, who I not sh- do not know if he's still with Third Street Brew House no, um, anymore. Uh, but Doug would come on the show, and Doug had a list of talking points that he wanted to get to in his, whatever, 15-minute segment that he yeah. was going to be on the show. And we realized about a month into it that Doug brought the same sheet every week with him, and he <laughs> wanted to talk about the same thing over and over again because that's what his uh, marketing strategy was. I remember I threw him for a loop one mm-hmm. time. Like he said, um, and then we have a beer that has this, and then I said, <laughs> do you think you'd ever make a beer with uh, with chocolate in it? Number seven. <laughs> it was the best, but that, that trip that we had up to Cold Springs. Do you remember the the hotel we stayed? I at? say the yeah, the hotel. Yeah, beautiful <laughs> hotel. hotel. Great time, right? Oh, we, I but, had a blast. But we were sitting with our salesman, Greg Sellers, the one and only Greg Sellers, who's mm-hmm. no longer with the company. He's still with us, alive. Fantastic guy. Actually, wonderful, wonderful guy. Although I got really mad at him. I'll share the story off of the. I mean, I'm never going to get mad at Greg because I love him, but I got super mad at him the other day. Um, And I'll tell you in a little bit. But he was sitting at the bar with us and he turns to me and he like smiles and falls perfectly backwards (laughs) off of his stool because he thought his stool had a backrest. And his head misses a four-inch steel pipe sticking out of the ground. Holding the table. No, it was just a pipe that was like an old radiator pipe that was capped off. I thought it was part of the table. Like six feet behind him, and his head misses this pipe by like three inches, and I thought, oh, that's him dying right there. He would have 100% died. Yes. There's no way he would have lived through that. And he gets up, (laughs) and he's like, ah! And I was like, oh, my God, he has no idea that he just tempted fate. Yep. So then I had to put my hand on his back like he was my girlfriend for the rest of the night. Like, yep. don't fall backwards. Don't fall backwards. <laughs> and that's the uh, the same night, I believe, that we um, discovered the girl who was having problems. Oh, I got to tell this story. I got to tell this story. We're at a bar. and This is not, we were not at Third Street Brew no, House. No, we went to the, the bar four of us, All of us were there, right? Bartley, I, no, you had to head back. I headed back. Yeah, yeah so you were there the for the show, but you didn't stay the night. So the four of us said, you know what? We're in Cold Spring. We all have rooms. Yeah, we're right? all close. We can we're, see our hotel. We, we can away. walk back to our hotel. So let's 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 have some fun tonight, right? So we're in this little bar, and there's a, there's a couple of gals and some guys in there. We're having a lot of fun. And Reavers just goes and just slowly talks to this gal, and he's not being disrespectful. He's married. He's not hitting on her. He's just talking to her. And, and the girl said something like, hey, I, I'm sorry, Chris. I, I, I really just, I'm having some family problems, <laughs> so I just need to have a moment alone. And so Chris, out of his infinite wisdom, says... Uh, attention, everyone in the bar. Everyone. Jenny's having some family problems, so please do not talk to her. I looked at you and I was like, Reavers, stop. What are you doing? And the girl's just like, I just didn't want to talk to a drunk guy. That's all I didn't want to do. And you're like, attention, everyone. Please put down your beers for an important message. God, that was funny. Yeah. That was classic. I Reavers. was uh, in, in perfect entertain the masses mode yes, at that you particular were. moment. Well so, done. Good. Anyway, yeah. Cold Spring, yeah. Minnesota. I don't think Tom and I made it back for the open that next day. We uh, was, well, we opened it, was, it a little late. It was sketchy. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, at that time, we're out doing beer shows, and then opening the store, we didn't have any employees. Oh, yeah, you had to go open. You still had to work the next morning? Yeah. Yeah, we were out pretty late idea. that night. Yeah. Uh, well done, boys. Well, Congratulations. you know what? In all honesty, you guys have been along for a big part of this ride. You know, Elevated, you guys were with us from day one. So, honest to God, th- thank you guys um, for the ride. It's been so much fun. And I, I truly, Mike brought this up 
a few months ago and mm. said, hey, what are we going to do for our 10-year anniversary? I said, what the F are you talking? Oh, my God, he's right. Because I remember when we started doing the show, my son wasn't quite, oh, no, he had just turned one years old. And, you know, now he's 11 years old. 10 years ago. And now he's 11 playing travel baseball. It's just, it's crazy. Time flies. But thanks for being along for the ride, gentlemen. I I appreciate it, truly. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah. All right. So, hey, Michael, thank you, sir. Reavers, you're the best. Please do us a favor. Rate and review the show wherever you happen to be listening to the Weekly Scramble. I would appreciate it greatly. For Mike Fredoloni, my name is Chris Reavers. We'll do this again next week. Until then, everybody, cheers. All right, here we go. Tomorrow is the first day of summer, and guys, it's time to get in shape and stay in shape. And our sponsor, Nugenics Total Tea, is offering a complimentary bottle when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. You know, you remember back when winning really felt easy? Well, that's because when you were younger, you were at the peak of your testosterone production. What some have called the winner's hormone or the man hormone, wouldn't it be nice to get that winner's edge again and that old swagger back in your step? Well, if you want more energy to counter the negative physical effects of aging, Nugenics Total Tea testosterone testosterone booster with testafin is going to help you turn back the clock, re-energize your workouts, and get you better results at the gym and help you look and feel like the man that you really want to be. Nugenics Total Tea contains man-boosting key ingredients like testafin. It has been validated in five clinical studies shown to boost free testosterone levels in men. Nugenics Total Tea is also the number one selling testosterone booster at GNC. Now, get a complimentary bottle of Nugenics Total Tea when you text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text right now and get Get a bottle of Nugenics Thermal, their most powerful fat incinerator ever with key ingredients to help you get back into shape fast, absolutely free. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Text 231-231 and enter the keyword garage. Texting enrolls you into recurring automated text messages. Consent not required to purchase. Message and data rates may apply.